So when you were doing rock climbing, where, where did you go? So there's actually a place super close to my house. It's called Alea. I've passed it a million times. I've known people who have climbed there. I've been invited to climb there. When people ask, you know, why did you start climbing? Or like, why did you go now? I honestly have no idea. It was kind of just, it felt like it was time. That's cool. What did you think about what you were getting into before you went to do it? The only experience that I have had rock climbing was as a child at other children's <laughs> birthday parties. Oh, when you go to the gym and they bring the, all the kids there and then they send them up on the little, on the kids climbing wall? Yeah, exactly. Like that, that, that was my climbing experience. The place that I go alley up. So they have two, two different kinds of climbing. They have top rope climbing and they also have bouldering. And those are two different things because you'll, you'll find some places that only do one. So it might be they only do top rope or they only do bouldering, but this facility does both. I don't know if it's one of those things where I don't know if I actually know the difference. I assume top rope means when you're actually belayed up from the top, but yeah. bouldering, I think is, is some people do bouldering without a rope, right? Don't they, isn't there some like ropeless bouldering that people do? So with bouldering, you, you don't use a rope. Oh, at all. Okay. At all. Yeah. And so the basic idea there is that you're going to free climb things so like no rope i don't know if that's actually the right use of free climb but whatever i think people understand so you're climbing up essentially a mini rock climbing wall and at the bottom is a big what they call like a crash pad mm -hmm. so it's 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 like a just a huge pad if you've ever been to like a gymnastics center it's like the thing that you kind of jump onto or whatever right so when you're doing bouldering if you fall basically you land on that and you're fine that's kind of your way down right yeah, it absorbs the impact and you're going to land on it that way because when you get to the top a lot of the times, the easiest way down is to just let go and fall, right? Mm -hmm. Now, there's a there's a certain way that they tell you to fall, which is basically don't be stiff and don't put your arms out because you might break your wrists, right? So I know that sounds kind of scary, but it, it's pretty natural and you can, you can almost always climb your way back down if, or climb your way at least a little bit closer to the ground. With top rope, it's kind of, I think when people, most people think about rock climbing, that's what they're thinking of. That's top rope. And that's where basically the person climbing is kind of hooked on to their belt. They have this kind of like harness. And then there's another person who has the rope and they're constantly feeding or taking or taking rope from the other right. person. And you're yelling belay or you're using the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's super interesting because, okay, so going into climbing... Right. I didn't realize that there was this kind of like climbing culture right now everywhere. There's kind of, a, you know, if you go to a gym or something like that, there's some kind of unique culture. But with climbing, there's like all these words and expressions and all this kind of stuff that they use, you know, uniquely for climbs. People will yell take. Right. And what that means is they they want the person who's belaying them. So that's the person on the ground who's who's holding the rope to basically take in a bunch of the rope so that the person, if they let go, isn't going to really like lose their spot on the wall because when you're doing some of these climbs sometimes you want to take a break or you want to you might have never done a wall before and so you want to think about like okay like what, what's going on here so it's actually pretty normal to yell take take a pause kind of survey you know stretch out your arms a little bit and then get back get back at it so yeah there's there's all of these different expressions people yelling and what, what's funny is some people clearly get into it more than others <laughs> It was super interesting, again, with climbing, seeing a lot of couples who are going to do it as an activity 
and they clearly really enjoy the i don't know it's it it almost seems like they're doing the the it in like a military uh, kind of like military-esque fashion where they're saying descend and the other person goes descending and so you know they're they're like really into these roles which is yeah it was was is always funny to see but it seems like they're having fun and this is again this is indoor rock climbing so this is like a big wall with the colored grips right the different colors yeah. of grips that you're trying to go up did you i can't exactly remember from when i did it if the rope is always suspended because just to paint the picture here the belayer has a rope that is they're holding onto the rope that's suspending you by a hook from the top right that's correct. Yeah. Okay, so, so you're not actually hooking in as you go, as you would be on a real rock climbing mountain, which people have to chisel into the rock. You're you're just climbing, and they've got the rope. So to make it even more complicated, the climbing center that I go to actually offers another type of climbing as well, which is called lead. Okay, and that's where you are constantly hooking in as you go up. So basically, you start out with one person essentially the person who's belaying on the ground and then the climber and at first the rope doesn't go through anything there's no hook at the top there's nothing like that and so the person who's climbing will start climbing and will get to these they're they're called carabiners they're like checkpoints right you're making you're making checkpoints with your hooks exactly so at that point you feed the rope through that super easy right you just open it up slip the rope through the thing with lead is that it's a more kind of expert climbing because the thing is is that if you fall there's not the same distance between you and the person's person who's belaying so a lot of times the person on the ground will actually kind of leave the ground momentarily as the kind of two people find like some kind of equilibrium so honestly the first time i was in the climbing center and i saw that i thought the person was falling to their death (laughs) yeah no i i swear to god i thought that was what was occurring i had no idea what was happening and then it kept happening again and again and again. And I started realizing like, oh, okay. And then I learned that it's basically a more advanced type of top rope climbing. At, at the place that I go, you have to take another certification after you get certified for just doing top rope. You have to take another certification to be able to do lead. Yeah. And that's what I guess most people do if they were these people who go to mountains to actual rock climb. That's what you have to do because there's no obviously place to hook on with the top rope yeah that's cool no exactly yeah and what's again coming back to that culture thing what's pretty cool is that the place that i go there's a lot of people who definitely you know they, they're climbing indoors all the time but there's kind of like a community board and there's people always making trips to different outdoor climbing areas to do that kind of climbing because i think the people who really get into climbing also really enjoy doing it outside because uh, i think it it's just a a very different experience than kind of plastic grips on the wall versus mm-hmm. like actual rock face. Sure, totally. The, the, yeah. There's definitely got to be an adrenaline aspect to it, I think. Did you did you get to a certain height? Do you remember how high you were able to to climb? Did you hit the top? I did I did the I did my accreditation. I did a training course and then I had to do a kind of a brief test and I did that about a month and a half ago. And then since then I, I got a membership to go a couple times and basically yeah, I, I've definitely hit the top, which I would probably say is about thirty or forty feet up. And you, you carved Scott was here when you got to the top in the every every time. Every <laughs> time. Yeah. I, I have a little chisel and the people people the people who are in this climbing center who are incredibly nice every time are yelling at me 
is probably the first time they've ever yelled in their life. <laughs> no, but it, it's it's honestly hilarious because the at the climbing center I go to, every person who works there is such a nice person, right? And they're so willing to give help. And it's almost surprising. You don't expect them to be so kind of like forthcoming with, with help and, and advice and everything. But then once you start going there, or at least once I've started going there enough, I see the people who work there climbing there all the time. The people who end up working, it seems like in a, in a, like a climbing gym, they just, they're super passionate about climbing. You know, you're like asking the person who's working at the reception desk or, or whatever, a, a basic question about climbing, and you get an amazing answer because that person's super passionate about climbing. They're not just kind of giving you the run of the mill answer. Before you try these things, you always kind of assume it's a very insular, gated community where people are going to gatekeep a little bit when you first show up. And you always kind of assume that there is going to be a barrier to entry for newcomers. But it always seems like people are always willing to help new people join into something that they're that they're passionate about. There's definitely activities where like they're hard to get into because people in those communities are just jerks, like 100%. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like I definitely I always I always build it up in my head way more. Right. Where I think, you know, this is super difficult. You know, it's hard to get into all this stuff when in reality, like especially with climbing, everybody is just super nice and they're super welcoming. You know, when you're climbing, when you're doing the top rope climbing, you're normally wearing a harness. And when I first started, I sometimes I would have the harness on incorrectly. I'd have something like that. And people would stop me and say, hey, man, just notice your harness is, you know, the orientation's a little off, you might want to fix it. And they're just, you know, they're being super nice, pointing something out that at that point, when you have those kind of like newbie glasses, right, you're just, you're just not able to notice that kind of stuff. Definitely one of those, one of those things where at first I thought, maybe this is like something that's super difficult and hard to get into. And then all of a sudden, it's, really welcoming and clearly everybody who who does climbing really enjoys it surprisingly cheap too uh, yeah it's so it's not that bad to get into it basically in order to climb so in order to do top rope climbing there's a couple things that you need you need a harness which i think runs you maybe 50 or 60 bucks can you rent those when you go to a place you like can that? Like you can't so when, okay. If you're just getting started, a lot of times the training course that you're going to take at whatever climbing center you're looking at, they are going to give you all the gear that you need while you're doing your training. The place that I went, Alley Up, they gave us everything we needed for the training. And then they actually gave us a free week of climbing as part of the training, including gear rental. And the basic idea there was, okay, so you do the training, you practice climbing a couple times, then you take your accreditation, and then... If you want to keep climbing, you keep climbing. And then at that point, it it's one of those things where it makes a lot of sense to go and buy the gear if you think you're going to do it at least a few times. Because because sure. otherwise, you know, it's it's nothing crazy for the gear. It just, it adds up, right? It's like, okay, so it's $3 yeah. each time for the shoe rental. It's $4 each time for the harness rental. You know, these things... They, over time, they add up. Oh, and it's not, like, it's not like you're buying a kayak or a lacrosse stick or anything like that. It's just, it's a harness. It's really not yeah. that bad in the grand scheme. It's As far as expensive activities go, this seems to be not that bad. Now, you do need other things, right? So you need the harness. You need like a carabiner. You need something called an ATC, which basically like helps you control the rope. You probably need a good carabiner too. This isn't like your dollar yeah, store yeah, yeah. carabiners no, no, no. that you're going to entrust your life you're, to. <laughs> you're buying this at a good climbing store or sports store or something like that. And a lot of times the climbing places that you'll go to will also sell these things or at least give you advice on what you should do. The last thing that you essentially need for top rope are climbing shoes. 
beginner ones basically run like a hundred bucks. The great thing is that if anybody ever invites you to go climbing, you can just get like a one-time pass and you already have all the gear. If you want to take someone on like a really cool date, you say like, okay, let's go climbing. I'm accredited at this climbing center and I have all the gear. Because a lot of this gear, specifically the carabiner and the what we call the ATC, only one person ever needs it because that's essentially what you use to control the rope. That's like a little, it, it's like a... A little metal piece that kind of has bars that, in the middle, that's right? exactly it and what what i know that's a really vague description of but <laughs> you know what i mean no but uh, for anybody who's confused essentially what it does is that when someone is climbing up it you don't want to have to hold their entire weight on the rope and so the way that you control that is actually with this piece of metal that uses friction to slow the rope so you're actually able to hold someone's entire weight because of the, the way that friction slows and controls the rope. It's actually, it's actually pretty neat when you think about it that someone who is heavier than you is climbing up a wall and you're able to hold them on a rope because of this little device that basically uses physics to control that. Did you have to learn the knots? So I had to learn one knot and it's called a figure eight knot. If you are someone who is kind of like worried about that kind of stuff, just like YouTube figure eight knot, it is super simple. People will tell you all of these, we call it uh, mnemonic, is it mnemonic devices, like these stories that you use to remember this stuff. Once you've done it a couple times, it's super simple and you'll see this knot. It's just a really, really tight and secure knot. It's super easy to make. It's more difficult to tie your shoes. <laughs> you know, should... coming coming from someone who, who actually ties his shoes with like bunny ears still, as opposed to... You know, the <laughs> rabbit around the tree and all that kind of stuff. You know, that's that's probably, that probably hits, a, I think it hits close to home. Did you have to go over the overhang? I remember when I tried it, climbing up the wall was more okay, but once you hit that overhang, that's where you really get to use some of that upper arm strength and yeah. pull yourself. It, yeah, so it's it, basically the climbing center alley up that I go to has a ton of walls where they have like an overhang where essentially, like you're saying, you end up having to use a lot more upper body strength. What's funny though, and I, I think this is of interest to people who are considering going climbing and thinking like, oh, you know, I'm not like super strong or something like that. The best climbers that I see in the in the in the gym in the facility, they their body type is is like long distance runner, if you know what I mean, where they're actually quite quite thin and they're not like super bulky. And when you watch them mm -hmm. climb, they're using technique in order to kind of like use leverage and all that to to guide their body up. So. It's more like going up the stairs, if you think about it. So your arms, shouldn't you shouldn't be using them to pull yourself up every time. It's more like getting a good grip with your arms and then moving your legs up so that it's almost like you're going up a ladder or going up stairs or something like that. There's a, there's a puzzle-solving game to it a little bit. You're trying to pathfind your way up the wall in the most effective way for your own body. There's definitely that puzzle-solving element, but to be honest, like, like 100%, but... I find that one in bouldering way more. If you like doing crossword puzzles, I know this sounds super weird, crossword puzzles, Sudokus, Wordle, whatever, bouldering you might really, really enjoy because most of the time, if you look at these bouldering, kind of where the bouldering wall is in the gym, it'll be a bunch of people sitting or standing, all kind of like looking at the wall, thinking about the what they're going to try to do, and then they go and do it. And if if they want advice, they'll get advice from people. But a lot of the bouldering ones, they're really like puzzles they're, where they're, there's only a couple pieces on the wall that you can use. And you really have to figure out exactly 
how you need to contort your body in order to in order to kind of make your way up. So bouldering is where you get that, that feeling of I'm trying to conquer this wall now. For me, I actually get that conquering feeling more when I'm doing the top rope because I look up and I see my clearly where I'm I'm trying to go. Whereas the bouldering is more like it, the whole thing's the puzzle. Whereas for me with the top rope, right, it's like right. I see where I'm I see where I'm headed. And if and that's what I'm trying to get to. Yeah, that makes sense. That's yeah. cool. So would you ever try? Would you ever try climbing? I think actually climbing is definitely something I would try. If I would, I would go very soon if you're interested in that. I I loved it when I did it over ten years ago now. Yeah, I I always really really enjoyed rock climbing, and I think it would be something I would definitely try. 